one hill above the sea. Power in the voice of us, the corner. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. What a week we had. We're going to get into all of that. Um, what a week we have coming up. Again, we'll get into all of that. But first, I want to bring in our guest host today. He is the captain of the Locals competitive Rocket League team, Kevin Joseph. Kevin, how are you doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, doing great. Um, in case you didn't know, uh, we got a win. On Saturday, so that that pretty much gets me through the week. So we're we're good over here. I also need to introduce our uh, producer extraordinaire, Mr. John Cross. John, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm super excited that we finally got to uh, kick off the season and we're back in 109. I know it seems like all of the the preseason apprehension and. Uh, ticky tack type of uh stuff we had it just seems like it's it's all in the past i don't even remember what it was about kevin oh, did you make the game nice saturday to get going oh i was there and john uh i know you were there I was there as well, yes. One of the few times I got to enjoy it uh more as a fan because with the rain I didn't bring all my camera equipment so did, did some shots with my phone, but mostly got to enjoy the 109 experience for most of the game. Awesome. So uh, welcome those of uh, those of you joining in the chat. Um, if you are listening to this pod at a later day, uh, sorry you missed the chat. But um, if you are live, welcome. Uh, please drop your questions and comments in the chat. It will be uh, monitored throughout the podcast, and uh, we will uh, address... Uh, we'll address what needs. We'll address what needs addressing. Let me just put it that way, okay? Um, afterwards, we do have the lounge where we will go deep into some of the extracurricular banter that has surrounded the week that was and the week that is. Um, we will get into some of the SG on SG stuff that um, is just kind of part of uh supporter culture uh kevin are you are you on twitter i am for better have you or been, for worse have you been engaging with any anybody uh i really haven't engaged i have retweeted a few things but uh sometimes it's best to let the toxic waste just sit there <laughs> what about you john have you have you engaged i never engage i read and watch i chuckle at some things but no, I, I never engage. I just, <laughs> it's not my, uh, one, it's not my thing. Um, but I just, it, it, as we'll get into later, it, it, it can be fun, but also can, can 
go sideways sometimes as well. So I just tend to no. stay away from it. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll get back to that. I do want to talk about um, the week that was because uh, like we've said several times, we had our home opener on Saturday. Um, great. We had the parking lot. We had an awesome TIFO. We had an awesome experience in 109. Um, and I just want to, before we even talk about game day, I want to talk a little bit, about everything that went in to, to that happening. Um, I think the earliest uh, stuff we did was the, the drum circles. Uh, we uh, unveiled several new chants on Saturday. Um, and a lot of people knew the lyrics, which I think speaks to some of the, yes. uh, the work that was done uh, by uh, our, the other supporter group, Chavos de Loyal, in getting videos, recordings of the chants and, and lyrics um, out to everybody. And just as a quick reminder, if those who are still unfamiliar with some of the chants, they are up on the Vocals website, and you can find them in Discord as well if you want to hear some of the audio and see the lyrics for those chants. Everybody who is a member of the Locals, paid or unpaid, you have access to Discord um, if you are not in Discord, I highly, highly recommend you get over there because that is where all of these conversations are taking place. And if you want to know what's going on, that's the place to to uh, learn it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, shout outs to uh, Chavos and um, everybody who got those chants in. Um, we also had a TIFO. Uh, John, did you go to the TIFO painting? I did go to the TIFO painting. Uh, I think we mentioned a little bit last week. It was nice. We had just the right amount of people painting, not too few, not too many, where people are getting in each other's way. So it went quickly. And uh, I was a little concerned with the weather, if the rain was going to uh, mess up some of our work there. But it wasn't too bad, actually. It's kind of a nice, fun night for a game. Yeah, yeah. The atmosphere was very uh, Northern European. Um. Kevin, were you did, did you go to Tifo painting? I was a slacker and uh, skipped out on uh, Sunday <laughs> for the Tifo painting. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, we're, I didn't go either, so don't feel bad. It, <laughs> it, it happens. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, uh, Alejandro Guido and Willie Santos, uh, skateboarding legend, and of course, uh, loyal midfielder who both found their way to 109 on Saturday. Um, did, did either of y'all get to get to, to hang out with the, those guys? I did not. I, I tend to be right up in the front. So I, I was not aware of any of our special guests till I started seeing it on social media afterwards. So I saw them and also um, I heard somewhere that Ben and Woods swung by as well for a little bit, but I did not see see any of them. Yeah, I'm yeah, in the I, same boat as John. Uh, I miss out on all the uh, special appearances. So just by virtue of where I, I stand a little, a few rows back, um, let me tell you, Guido knows the, the lyrics. He knows the chants because he was doing them. So um, I don't know if that's from just being on the field and hearing us do them all the time that they learn them or um, if, if he took a uh, special effort to, to learn the lyrics. But he was going for it. You know, I, 
It's funny because I remember Shannon McMillan one time saying something. I, Steve Brokoff relayed a story about how Shannon finally, when she retired and got to hear some of the American Outlaws chants, you know, she she came away like I think to O'Brien's, but it was it was like, oh, that's what you're singing. Like we hear it, but we just it, it's a tone and a background noise, and and we we hear the drumming and and you get the feel of the song, but don't really ever hear or understand the lyrics. So I'd be a little surprised if if Guido knew them, you know, just from playing, but the fact that he was I out mean, there singing I guess, is I guess pretty the lyrics cool. to Dale are not exactly. Well, yeah. A... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know who, I know that we did have some locals participate in the crossbar challenge, um, some Chavos as well. Uh, that was a great uh, experience for everybody on the field. I'm sure. No, no winners this year. Josh, I think, is still our only uh, crossbar winner that we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, was in the beer line, so I missed the whole thing. <laughs> we, um, someone was close. I forget who it was, though. So I also want to shout out everybody who has subscribed to the Bum TV YouTube channel. Um, John explained last episode that this is a rebuilding effort. We're rebuilding the channel. So um, every subscription, every view really helps uh, get to our goal. John, how, where are we on, on that goal? Uh, we're, we're about, to, our goal is to get to 1,000. And we're at about 77, I think I last checked earlier today. Oh, we're so but that's, close. But that's, I mean, from zero a little more than a week ago. You know, so we've, we've come up quite a bit. We, we're at about 200 with the old channel. And we want to get to a thousand because it will open up all kinds of opportunities. One of the main things for us is to be able to live stream from a mobile device directly up to our channel. Will allow us to do things like our, our post-match show a little easier. So we're really trying to encourage as many people find your your mom, your dad, your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your kids, anybody who has an account, get them to sign up, please, if we can get to a thousand subscribers it will not only that there's other things as well but it really open up a lot more features to us that we can do with bum tv speaking of uh bum tv and the other shows uh shout out to max and dylan who got the first episode of their new show published it was very well received john what goes into making a show like that well, it's uh, with all the work or with all the shows, it's a bit of work of there's quite a bit of planning. I know for Max and Dylan, they do a lot of research on their own. They usually each take a a, a segment to kind of do um, and then they come together. I, I know they recorded last night their newest episode. I, I got word from Max right before showtime that uh, should be polishing everything up either tonight or tomorrow morning. So hopefully the next episode will be out sometime Wednesday afternoon. Um but they they need to get together. They I think they do it on Zoom for them um, and OBS and record. And then Max goes back and does a little bit of editing and adds some graphics into it. So it's it's a multi hours of work to produce their twenty to thirty minute show there. Awesome. And now I've heard there's going to be a a post game show. What's the status on a post game show? Well, we we did. We actually attempted a post-game show after the Detroit match. Um, unfortunately, I made a technical error in the setup, and we didn't get any audio for it. So 
uh, it was a good practice run for us. So I think we got, I've, I spent most of Sunday making sure we got all the setups so that doesn't happen again. So we're going to go for it again after the Phoenix match and see if we can get a, uh, not live like we're doing now, but um, recorded live right after the show and get it posted, or right after the game and get the show posted as quickly as possible. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, there was a, uh, I need to go on to the uh, the drawing and raffle. Bradley Moore won a, a drawing last night. Uh of the first uh, last uh, week, last week for the uh, first 109 uh, deluxe membership, uh, you may remember a little bit of controversy live on the pod um, when <laughs> we had to re-spin the wheel. Uh, I have not received a call from the gaming commission yet, but as far as I know, uh, Bradley's win still stands. Uh, so uh, get your prize, uh, claim your prize before they they come for us. Um, there's a uh, on the USL uh, team of the week we got to shout out uh, two loyal players um, Joe Corona and uh, Simba who uh, was the lone goal scorer on Saturday night Um, he was on the first team and Corona getting an honorable mention um Gabe Retzler, another shout out for you for for helping guide Bum the Dog, the mascot, around on Saturday. Uh, you need a safety walker when you're in that costume. It is not a yes, real. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's not a real cartoon dog. It is actually a grown man inside of it, or a woman, but usually it's one of these guys. <laughs> Have you been in in the costume before, John? Oh God, no, never. <laughs> no <way. laughs> Kevin, any interest from you to? Uh... Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I would never fit in that thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, if you're looking to get involved with the supporter group and you want to wear the bone the dog costume, I'll bet I'll bet somebody would let you. So if you're listening out there, and you're thinking, how could I get involved? Uh, get more involved with the locals. Uh, there is a mascot. And if you want to wear the costume, we'll we'll get somebody to safely guide you around the stadium. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the match because what a match it was, uh, Kevin. What are your impressions out of that uh, that opening match? Did it meet? Did it exceed? Were you disappointed? Um, I'll, I'll kind of start with the not play things first. Uh, really impressed that uh, stadium was packed. Stadium was packed early, no less. Like usually crowds kind of filter in a little bit as the first half goes along. Stadium was packed from the beginning. Uh, things seemed loud. You know, obviously I was standing at 109, so it always seems loud there. But like people seemed really into things. Uh, the atmosphere was kind of crazy for San Diego. Like you don't get that misty, foggy kind of game uh, very often. It was kind of a cool atmosphere. Uh, gameplay, yeah, it wasn't the best game I've ever seen, but uh, you know, things were a little stopped up in uh, midfield a lot. Second half opened up a little more uh, as Detroit had to push, but uh, three points is three points, and uh, it was a good effort. You know, I it's hard to follow uh, the game bit by bit from from one hundred and nine, especially like when I'm, I'm playing the drums or whatever. But 
um, when I went when I got home because I'm a degenerate, I re I watched the game uh, on ESPN Plus, and I was actually kind of impressed that it wasn't wasn't as ugly as I think a lot of people have made it out to be. Uh, there were some some uh, I think positive nifty passing on on the attack in that in that midfield. There was um, some moments of real promise and um, kind of teasing about what we could see when we have our uh, you know our two starters back in the lineup this week um, Alejandro Guido and uh, uh, Stoneman, Grant Stoneman were both uh, on red card suspensions from I don't know something happened last season um, so they were not at the game well they were at the game but they were not playing in the game um, and so like, I think that's one thing to keep in mind is just that, Hey, we don't have our, one of our, two of our starters on the field. And, um, you know, we still came out with a win. Um, we've also added a player, uh, John, what do you know about, about our new, our new forward? Uh, actually, I'm not the best person to talk to about this. This is a good Dylan and Max question right now. Uh, I, I mean, I remember his time up in OC and mm-hmm. uh, this is Damas that we're talking about and mm-hmm. you know, the long rumored signing. Oh, we signed <laughs> we've Ronaldo. Been jokes. Come on. We've been making jokes about for a while. Um, but yeah, he had he had quite a season up in with OC uh, two years ago, helped lead them to the championship if i remember correctly he scored two Spent goals in the final and yeah. was the mvp yeah he had so, like a four you know, not too shabby goals yeah uh in the in the playoffs is fast he's yeah speedy spent a year in sweden playing yeah played with corona gosh so you're telling me that we're gonna have Dama damas and guido back and we've got Joe Corona. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but I feel like the the, the team is really positioning itself to do a lot of damage in the league this year, um, which, of course, is the point. <laughs> right. Now, the opponent, Detroit uh, City FC, um, I don't know anything about them. I don't think about them very much because they're in the East. Uh, they barely got in the league. They really are not a, a team that I, when I think of USL, I don't think about Detroit City FC. Um, but let me tell you, uh, some of their fans really are thinking about us. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on all of this because I think we're going to get into it in the lounge but um, I do want to I do want to highlight a few things that came to my attention uh, since the game on Saturday. Um, it all started with with a lone tweet from uh, I don't know if this is a supporter group or a podcaster. Um, a guy says the problem with San Diego is pretty simple. It's not Detroit, which you know what that's true. Okay, San Diego is not Detroit. Like he's not wrong, but he's saying that it's a problem. Um, I don't know. I don't really pay a mind to that. But there was some banner back and forth, um, especially after their team got shut out in Torero Stadium. 
local uh, Tom Blick um, tweeted kind of, you know, snidely about it. And then um, they kind of go back at Tom and say that uh, what they've accomplished over the last 11 years, like, Okay, first of all, I don't know what they've accomplished because they they weren't in this league. They were in, um, uh, I think it's a rec league, some kind of uh, pro club, like the kind of thing where like if you're an adult and you you pay money, you can be on a team, like like my my kids on a team like that, like club soccer. Um, but they made the jump from from AYSO and club soccer, and now they're a professional team great for them they've really accomplished something i don't don't understand the aggression here but then there was more uh more of this going on on twitter um when the team announced uh, the signing he goes by simba they tweet uh, an image a gif of uh, from the lion king and now let me tell you kevin have you ever seen the lion king it's been ages but of course i have now the monkey did not throw Simba off that rock, did he? No, no. Well, that didn't even happen. And so um, the club gets in on this, right? And and they get in on it and, and say, you know, their tweet aged poorly. This is their supporter group. I think this is a pretty uh, innocuous when we're talking about, like, people get pretty nasty on Twitter. This is pretty much pretty, pretty safe for a corporate tweet. Um, but... Then we go back again with um, them accusing uh, the the club of running the supporters group, which they don't. Um, now, I will say then the club is notorious for the tweet and delete. They're not exactly wrong there because this happens a lot. <laughs> Come on, man. Like screen your tweet. I don't know if there's a typo or what, what your account is. None of my business. Now, the tweet and delete, it's known to happen. Um, and then uh, there was uh, this tweet, which I really got quite the kick out of. Uh, uh, I don't know who this person is, but um, they say it's great about their team being in the, the scrubby league. Um, because when they logged on the next morning, all of the fans of the team that won are in their mentions because they run this league. Uh, which is funny because they're in your mentions because you talked a bunch of shit and then you lost. Like that's why they're in your mentions because you, you talked shit. You, you you, and then you lost. So they're in your mentions. So anyway, this whole Detroit San Diego thing seems pretty artificial to me. Uh, they're in a different conference. We play them once a year. It's not a rivalry. Not going to make it be a rivalry by uh, uh, tweeting at, at people, but I thought uh, Kevin, uh, you're the guest on the pod this week. I thought we'd have a little fun, and maybe we can settle this Detroit San Diego question once and for all. We're going to play a game. Uh, this is like a toss-up game. Uh, you're you're going to have a, a, a something affiliated with San Diego and something affiliated with Detroit. Now, and I, I don't want I'm not going to tell you how to vote. I just want you to pick. Pick, pick which one's better. What do you prefer? Okay. So uh, we're going to start with musicians from San Diego. We have Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Okay. And from Detroit. Oh, that's Kid Rock. Kevin, who do you prefer? Eddie Vedder or Kid Rock? 
I mean, if you're going to present these two to me, uh, who's that kid? What? Yeah, we left him behind ages ago. Eddie Vedder is timeless. Eddie Vedder. Uh, that's that's correct. Eddie Vedder was the was the answer. Okay, next one, next one, next one. I think we're going to stick with musicians for another round. Okay, from San Diego, we have Blink 182, uh, uh, you know, Rancho Bernardo High School Zone. And from Detroit, we've got the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent. All right, Kevin, which do you, which one of these is better to you, Blink 182 or, or Ted Nugent? I think the most polite way that I can answer this is just say Blink 182. Oh, Blink-182, you, incredible, you're two for two. That is also the uh, correct answer. Now, this next option is a little bit more difficult, okay? We're going to go with food. In San Diego, we have the iconic California burrito. And from Detroit, we have a Detroit-style pizza, which is where they you push a bunch of ingredients into a, a a pan and and then they burn it. So <laughs> California burrito or Detroit Detroit style pizza, which which one is better? Let's see now you're asking a fat man about food. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna admit <laughs> I'm gonna admit that uh, both of these definitely have some merit, but uh, I think recency bias is gonna take hold for me and I'm gonna go with the burrito. Plus, the burrito, oh. as a general concept, is really the perfect food delivery system. Boom. Three for three. You've chosen correctly. Now, uh, the last in this series, um, I want you to think hard about this because it's not exactly their fault. The Pacific Ocean or Lake Michigan. <laughs> Well, Lake Michigan isn't even there. It's like uh, that's the other side of Michigan. They don't. I mean, there's a river that runs between uh, Detroit and Canada, which I think Windsor is happy that it keeps Detroit on that side, and Windsor could be on the other. Um, so just by default, I think I'm going to go go with the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. You're four for four. You've chosen correctly. Okay. Um, so now that's all non-soccer business. Let's get down to soccer. All right, Kevin, this is the last one. Which is better, scoring one goal or not scoring any goals? Hmm. Which Let me think play? about this. Uh, maybe the chat can help me out. Can I phone a friend here? Uh, this is difficult. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. It's not difficult at all. One is, in fact, greater than zero. You know what? You've done it. You've answered all correctly. That's the correct answer. So I think we finally uh, settled this once and for all. Uh, we can I, all I do have a caveat to that, if I can interrupt yes. you, though. Uh, the only case in which one is not greater than zero is the number of leagues that teams have helped to kill. And I do believe Detroit is up one nothing on that. Oh, well, ouch. Oh, was that the <laughs> they, you know, they are the behind the cosmos? Was that the rec league though, they came from, yeah, or yeah. I, I don't even know what league that I, was? I think that league might still be on life support, so maybe not kill, maybe just maim. But uh, I mean, they got the heck out of there after they realized uh, what a mess they'd made. <laughs> okay, now we have buried Detroit in the past, it is gone. We are looking forward into the future, 
and we have a date, we have a time. We are in the U.S. Open Cup. That's right, on Wednesday, April 5th at the San Diego State Sports Deck. We are going to play another club team, Albion. That's not fair to Albion. They're, they are a club team. This is not a club team. They do play in a professional league. I'm sorry. I am bringing some of the baggage from the last segment into this. <laughs> um, but, yes, Loyal, Albion, uh, April 5th. Um, John, do you know, do we have ticket information for that game yet? Uh, I don't know that we have ticket information yet. I, all I've heard is we have confirmation on the date and time. So if you're interested in seeing uh, your San Diego Loyal take on Albion in the U.S. Open Cup, uh, stay tuned to this podcast, next podcast, or uh, and the Discord. Um, this information, uh, 99% of the time, shows up in the Discord before it goes out on other channels. So if you are in the Discord, you will be among the first to know. Okay. Um, another reminder on the uh, locals membership. Um, there are three levels, the free level, a standard $10 level that gets you a scarf chain and the deluxe that gets you a scarf chain and uh, a scarf. Um, that is $25 uh, join, join up. Even if you don't want to pay, uh, just get your membership in, uh, subscribe to the channel, get in the discord so you can know what's coming. Um, now I do need to pivot to, uh, Kevin again, uh, as the captain of the locals rocket league team, tell me about this season. What kind of season are y'all having? Uh, so we just finished the regular season, uh, of SGL. We're in the SGL second division, uh, as a new team, but we came in, you know, our first season, bunch of new players hadn't played together. We finished second in the table. Uh, we, uh, we were forward one in series uh, across the season, including uh, beating a bunch of MLS supporters groups. So that's always fun. Uh, we're now going into what they're calling the cup or really it's the playoffs. Um, so we get a second seed and therefore a first round bye. So I don't have any schedule information about it yet, uh, cause we have to schedule it with the other team as we find out who that is, but we will play the winner of LAFC's, uh, Tigers SG versus, uh, New England's, uh, Midnight Riders. So, uh, they'll play first and then we'll play the winner of that. And then, you know, hopefully win that and get to the final. And if we manage to win the final, we get a promotion playoff against the last place team from league one. Ooh. Wow. So, uh, where are these matches are streamed online? Where can people watch them? Uh, it depends on which week. I, I hate to be nebulous, but it all it's very seat of the pants uh, with the league. Uh, the league does run streams, and the last couple of weeks uh, we were lucky they decided to stream our match uh, along with some others. Uh, if not there, then we've been working on some other options. I've done it on my Twitch chat or on my Twitch stream. Uh, ideally, we want to find somebody who's not in the game, so you're not getting seasick from my point of view. But, uh, you know, ideally, uh, most of the playoffs are going to be streamed on the SGL stream. Okay, great. And um, what what's the competition like? Is it I mean, I mean, I've seen some crazy Rocket League stuff. Uh, how, how tough is this league? Well, I mean, 
kind of put in perspective, at least for people who play, most of our top players are in that uh, diamond to uh, low champ range. I think the top players in SGL2 are, are all in that range. I've played some just pickup with some of the players who are in the top league, and they're really good. So we will have our work cut out for us if we're going to move up to the top division, but it'll be a good challenge. Are there are there openings on the team? Like you have roster spots. If, if somebody is a, a gamer and they want to get involved, how do they do that? Um, so they can you know get a hold of me, get a hold of us on the Discord. We'll, we'll point everything back to the locals Discord, of course. Uh, for this season, our roster set. Uh, we had a very large roster because we wanted to be inclusive for everybody. We're actually because of that. Um, we're not sure when the next season is going to happen. Again, the the league got up by the seat of the pants, but. Uh, uh, we're hoping the idea is out there is if we get more people who play, I don't care what level you're at, you know, if you're interested in playing uh, with other uh, San Diego people and uh, representing the locals, uh, we'd like to be able to branch into two teams next season. Uh, so maybe if we get that promotion, we've got one in League One and one in League Two kind of set up. Uh, the locals one and or locals two, right? We can have our own two team. <laughs> Local select, I believe, is uh, there we what go. we could there go we with. Go. Awesome. Uh, well, hey, well, yeah. yeah, just keep us uh, keep us uh, abreast of what's going on, and um, we wish you all the all the luck on that in that tournament. Thank um, you. So, uh, we talked a little while ago on the pod about the new uh, Barcada or street soccer. Uh, facilities in National City. Um, on Thursday at three o'clock, there's a ribbon cutting ceremony for those very goals. Uh, these very cool, um, loyal Rocket League sponsored goals that actually uh, go into the court and then can be lifted up um, so that folks can can play soccer there. Um, Shannon McMillan from Loyal is going to be there. Uh, Cal Martino from the Over Under Initiative that uh, helped get these goals put there, and the director of the county Parks and Rec is going to be there. So if you have any, uh, if you have any ideas for more places for these goals, um, or if you want to like, uh, if you want to talk to the director of the county Parks and Recreations, this is your chance because uh, Brian Albright is going to be there. Uh, so go tell him on Thursday, 3 p.m. That is um, in National City at uh, Lincoln Acres County Park. <laughs> um, I, I'd, I'd like to add oh, go ahead, on John. that also. One, because I, I cropped the picture a little bit, so there are some names left off of there just to get it to fit within our frame here. And I don't remember. I think Ricardo's going to be there, but there are a few other people as well. But also uh, Paul Naku had mentioned, you know, what, Paul Naku, for those who don't know, is one of the founders of Bridge Barcada, which is a local street soccer group. They are going to be holding a session right after this ribbon cutting ceremony. So if you go and head out there for this to see the ribbon cutting ceremony, you can actually play afterwards with Bridge Barcada. All right. Um, so yeah, once again, that is uh, Thursday, March 16th, uh, 3 to 4 p.m. at Lincoln Acres County Park. Um, now for the supporters business, we do have some away dates coming up that everybody should know about um in on march 25th uh sacramento this is not a, a formal away trip we don't have a bus but uh there is informal organization happening as we speak there are several people planning to make the trip up to sacramento 
Um, now, I think I, – I don't know because it's only been one week, but I think Sacramento is supposed to be pretty good this year. Uh, they were in the Cup Championship last year, uh, the the U.S. Open Cup Championship. Uh, they lost to an MLS side. Uh, I can't remember which one. I don't follow MLS. But, hey, uh, they're a good team. That'll be a good game. Then on uh, April 1st, we are traveling to Phoenix, Arizona, to play Phoenix Rising. Um, they're uh, a team that you might have heard of before uh, because we don't like them. <laughs> we don't like their supporters. So we're going to go there, and we're going to win, and it's going to be a lot of fun, just like last year. Um, Kevin, have you made it out to a game in, in Phoenix before? I haven't. John, have you been out there? No, I haven't. And I wanted to go last year. Things came up. I was planning to go this year, and unfortunately, uh, something has come up. Still trying to see if I can work it out, but it's looking less and less likely, unfortunately. And I was really excited because it's my opening week of spring break, so I'm out on school. So I thought it would be a golden opportunity. But I know from the people went last year, had a blast. There was a lot of talk about that trip and, and just staying together in the hotel and, and going over the stadium together. So if you have the opportunity and can make it happen, I strongly recommend you, you make this an away trip that you attend. This is my first time uh, to go. I'm going on this away trip because I'm so spoiler alert, but we're also playing Phoenix on Sunday. I'm not going to make that game, but. I'm going to go to this away game and it's going to be my first game. Um, it's no longer in wild horse pass and Chandler. We can no longer call them Chandler rising. So this is official notice that that burn does not work anymore. Uh, we have to retire Chandler rising. Unfortunately they have moved. Um, we can now call them, I don't know, airport rising because I think their stadium is at the airport. Um, doesn't have the same ring to it though. So uh, have to find a new uh, a new burn on Phoenix, which I think being in Phoenix is probably burning enough for them. Um, but this is the first home game of Phoenix Rising of the season. They're starting out on the road. So uh, this would be an away match to go to. I um, am a little bit self-interested in pumping this up because I do want there to be a large group of us so that I am not singled out by any of their their fans for uh, abuse because while I can dish it out, I definitely cannot take it. So please, everybody, uh, please come and uh, protect me from <laughs> any level of criticism or abuse. No, it's not going to be that bad. It's going to be fun. Um, uh, I will say that uh, they did send us a, a link uh, to a, a hotel with a discount code. Uh, I plugged in the discount code and it was $300 a night. So that's a discounted room uh, to you. Uh, you might want to jump on that. I, however, will be finding other accommodations. <laughs> <laughs> so um, more away trips coming up and we'll move on. Uh, wait, to, but before we switch game. to the oh, yes, other yes. ones for, for Phoenix there, there are, special tickets for supporters here. And there is a link in Discord to be able to get here to buy those so that we sit together as a group for everybody who's going. Um, so there is a special link for those. And again, you can okay. find all the information in Discord. 
Yes. Um, so yeah, if you want to go to this game, get on Discord. Um, that link will take you right to the, the supporter section tickets. Um, I don't think they're discounted. And if they are, I'm like, oh, how much is everybody else paying? But <laughs> uh, that, uh, I don't think Toro does that to them, but what do I know? Okay, other away trips to be on the lookout for uh, New Mexico and Orange County. Uh, I, I think for Orange County, um, I haven't, I don't have this officially, but I'd imagine there might be a, a bus locals on tour event. John, have you heard any rumblings about this? Uh, that's, that's likely to happen. Still working some things out. So I'm sure we'll have some more information soon on that. It is a Saturday game, which I think makes it much more accessible for, for folks. So um, circle that one on your calendar. Um, yeah, Jason is in the chat. The uh, coordinator for these away trips. Uh, the link is live for the tickets. So uh, get in there and get it. Come to Phoenix. It's, it's like a five-hour drive. Come on. Um, questions from the chat. I'm not seeing uh, any questions in the chat. Um, I haven't really seen any. It's mostly just conversation about some of the <laughs> things we've talked about already that we'll carry over into the lounge. All right. So let's talk about Sunday. Um, we've already mentioned this team before, but if you need reminding, um, they are called Rising. They come from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, the state directly to our east. You might recognize many of their fans um, driving about 60 miles an hour on the left lane um, when they come to town. You will see them at the stadium Sunday. Um, that is a Sunday game at 3 p.m., uh, no barking lot this weekend. Uh, Pre-gaming will happen at Coronado. That's scheduled for 12 p.m. We have a 3 p.m. kickoff, which uh, is everybody's favorite right when the sun is at about eye level in 109. Um, so bring sunscreen. Um, I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but uh, Sunday afternoon games at Chirero, Um, If you're like me, um, and very sensitive. You got you gotta you gotta you gotta protect yourself because it's not going to be a fun Monday if you do not. <laughs> um, the march will be at two forty at the fountain as always. Um, if you're looking for tickets or if you're like me, and I won't make the game, I have a ticket. I am going to be making my ticket available. In Discord, Alicia is saying it's supposed to rain. Uh, let's see. Let's let's see. What's today? Tuesday? I don't trust it. All right. While Andrew's looking that up, I'm going to give a couple other logistics about the game. Um, and as Andrew started to say, that we do have the ticket ticket exchange in Discord to where people buy, sell, and swap tickets. So if you're looking to either acquire tickets or you know, swap with someone or sell your tickets, go to the ticket exchange on Discord. Also remember, if you're a season ticket member, part of the perk this year is to do some ticket swaps. So if you can't make this game, you could trade them in for another game. If you have one here, you can trade it in and pick up to you know, pick up an extra one for another game down the road. So contact Loyal Ticket Office for that. Um, there was a typo in the rundown. I wanted to be sure to correct that. That was the big thing. Um, meet at the fountain at 2.35, the march will leave the fountain somewhere between 2.40 and 2.45. Remember though that the oil is only opening the gates 
an hour before kickoff, so you can't get in before 2. So the closer you get to 2.35, more of a crunch there is going to be as people coming in. So if you want to be there for the march, make sure you plan accordingly, get parking early, and get inside the concourse. And then we'll meet at the fountain at 2.35. All right. Um, now, uh, I, everybody is telling me that the weather is supposed to be rainy or cloudy. Uh, so accordingly i would definitely check as the game gets closer um at nine o'clock we are having the lounge where we will uh dive into some of the uh well i think what we'll talk about a little bit is some of not specifically detroit because like i said i mean i i, I don't know nothing about them i don't give them any mind um but you know this opponent we have coming up uh, from the, the state next to us. Um, we do have a history with them and there are uh, other, you know, there are other supporters groups. I think we have very good relationships with And when they come to town, you know, like we hang out, like it's not like that at all. So um, if you have thoughts on that or want to uh, participate in that conversation, please join us at nine o'clock for the lounge. If you're listening on podcast next day, uh, the lounge will be in your podcast feed on this very same channel. Just listen to the lounge um, on the tail end of this pod. Um, the uh, the bums breakdown pod tomorrow, Wednesday, John, it's happening. Yeah, it should be tomorrow. All right. So check that out um, for more supporter group news information. Uh, locals website is the locals sg.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, the locals SG. We're on Twitter, the locals SG. Uh, members are on Discord. So, uh, Kevin, where can people uh, catch up with you? You're on Twitter. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter as Doughboy767. And you can also find me on the locals Discord as KJ. John, what about you? Where can people find you? Uh, best place to find me is on Discord at John Cross. And before I go, I would like to, it was one thing I promised Jason we'd mention, and uh, we missed it in the rundown, I just noticed. Uh, there is a new Instagram account for Bum the Dog, right? So they're trying to get people to go and, um, go and, and, I don't know, subscribe, like, you know, the, the Instagram, but I'm not on Instagram, so you'll have to forgive me here. Um, but to, that there is a new um, account for bum the dog follow That's bum the, the dog line. folks it's the it's a dog yeah. it's bum it's locals support your local supporter group follow bum the dog um we will catch up with y'all in about 13 minutes i'm andrew dyer you can find me on twitter at andrew p dyer also on discord andrew dyer i'm i'm there um and yeah we'll see y'all in a bit thank you so much thank you kevin thanks john bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.